0: Hey everyone, this is Achuta Bhava from Nightlight Astrology, and today we are going to take another look at Venus's upcoming square to Saturn. Venus being in the sign of Taurus and Saturn being in the sign of Aquarius. I am on a yoga retreat right now, and we are, well, I'm in a hotel while the wife and kids are um, enjoying the retreat at the moment. I'm getting my recording done for the day. That's how much I love you guys. <laughs> and, um, Anyway, so we're going to uh, make do with the hotel room that I'm in, and I apologize because I'm sure the production value isn't, you know, the audio probably isn't as great. I don't know how, hopefully the video turns out okay. But yeah, so today we're going to take a look at Venus-Saturn. I was looking at, you know, what would be the most interesting way to talk about Venus and Saturn, and I thought, you know, I've got so many good stories from my client practice over the years of all different kinds of transits. And so I just started thinking about different Venus Saturn stories that I recall, or that maybe I've taught on in a workshop before, or something like that. Um, so I have five stories from uh, you know over the past ten years plus of doing charts that I think really uh, represent Venus and Saturn very nicely. So we're going to look at those five stories. Some of them are funny. Some of them are you know heartbreaking. They're They're really good stories, so I hope you guys will enjoy that today as a way of looking at five stories and five themes that get to the heart of Venus and Saturn's combination. Before we get into that, don't forget to like and subscribe, share your comments, click on the notification bell for updates. You can always find a transcript of my daily talk on my website, nightlightastrology.com. And if you have any questions about any of the offerings on the website, feel free to email us, info at nightlightastrology.com. Okay. Well, Venus is squaring Saturn June 18th. Uh, so that is going to be coming up here over the weekend. And remember, if you haven't yet listened to it yesterday, I did a video that basically uh, covered not just Venus square to Saturn, but then the subsequent trine that Venus is making to Pluto. I would highly recommend going back and listening to that video if you haven't already, because you'll get a really full treatment. Today's agenda is, you know, really just about trying to understand Venus's square to Saturn on a deeper archetypal level by sharing some stories. So today, five memorable stories with five memorable themes, all of them somewhat unique. Uh, The stories are definitely unique. The themes underlying each one, some share similarities and some are a little bit different. And I think this is another great way of of turning that archetypal jewel. Um, So I hope that you guys will enjoy these. Now, I have um, permission to share all of these from previous clients, although I have sort of slightly altered some of the details just to protect privacy. So, but they are, um, when I was in um, my MFA in creative writing, there was a phrase that was like, uh, timelines may have been changed or conflated uh, to, to fit for the sake of the narrative. Creative nonfiction is essentially you're telling a true story, but you might be having to adapt it to say screen or short story format or novella or novel format. And so it's, these are all true stories, but they're adapted slightly. I just want to be real about that just because, um, you know, it's protecting the people's, um, privacy and also making sure that I can tell it in a short amount of time. So, um, this first story is a very classic Venus Saturn type of story. Uh, What happened in this one was I had a client who was um, single her entire life and really felt like she was put on earth to be with someone. But for one reason or another, it never worked out. She never even lived with anyone or had a any kind of serious, she dated a little bit, but she never formed a like long-term serious monogamous relationship with someone. She was in her seventies. And when I met her for this reading, all of this had already happened and we were reflecting back on it um, not long after the sequence happened. So she's in her seventies and she really felt like, you know, my, I'm, I'm here to meet someone. And she had just gotten through a Saturn transit to her natal Venus when, um, basically what happened was as this about a two and a half year process, Saturn going through a sign and by whole sign squaring Venus or opposing Venus or conjoining Venus or what have you. So at the outset, she met someone fell madly in love. And for almost the entirety of this two and a half years, Uh, of Saturn squaring her natal Venus, um, was, uh, you know, finally met that person, they moved in, and they were married, um, all very quickly within like a year or so. And this was in her 70s. So, you know, kind of like a dream, really a dream come true. And what she described as like, this is what I feel like I was put on Earth to do. And it didn't happen until my 70s. But it did happen. First of all, that gets at the Venus Saturn theme of Things that often come later in life, any Saturn transit can indicate something about age, time, experience, wisdom that's earned through a long period of time or uh, a long period of working hard on something or struggling with something. And yet, you know, finally, it comes through. Sometimes Saturn gets such a bad reputation, but often Saturn ages things, you know, in a way that's really amazing. I'll never forget one of the very first readings I ever had, which I think I had to wait over a year for, was a reading with Stephen Forrest, famous evolutionary astrologer. I have a Capricorn moon, and he said, nice thing about a Capricorn moon is that the potential for you to become, you know, wiser and sort of better with age is there. And uh, that's the influence of Saturn. And I'll never forget him saying that. Uh, It was very young astrologer at the time. And I thought, oh, well, that's good because the Capricorn, you know, Capricorn moon can be kind of difficult at times. So true to to the Saturn Venus signature, this is a a love that came in old age. Now, the story is a little bittersweet because um, very shortly after they met, married somewhere right in the middle, like a year and a half into this whole sign Saturn square to Venus. um, uh, You know, he became ill. And uh, and he passed, and so this was you know just the most heart wrenching sequence to finally meet that love of your life to fall in love and then for the person to to die like very quickly. Um, I'll never forget that uh, one time I was at a conference at uh, Pacifica, which is like a a place that people go to study often study Carl Jung um, in like PhD programs and stuff like that. It's in Santa Barbara in California, if I'm or not Santa Barbara. It's right by Santa Barbara. I'm forgetting the name of the uh, Carpinteria, maybe. Anyway, it's right there on the West coast. People go there. And I remember I was there for a Richard Tarnas weekend and Tarnas was giving a, a talk on planetary archetypes and so forth. And he actually talked about Venus and Saturn as pairing together. And he actually mentioned, Oh, you know, like the couple that meets an old age and doesn't have a lot of time to share left in their life. It's sort of bittersweet. And I remember at, this was after that conference that I was at that I met this client and this client went through this experience. And when I met her, this was just maybe like a year or something like after, or like just after that Saturn experience. And she, want, she was into astrology and she wanted some feedback or reflection on her chart. And I was surprised at how deeply peaceful and accepting and like wise she was about that experience. When she told it to me at the beginning of the reading, I thought, oh man, you know, we're in, this is going to be a heavy reading. But her attitude was like, this is what I came here for. I I always said that I felt like I was meant to have a soulmate and I met him and I didn't have long with him, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I've learned more from that experience of, Having loved and having lost in a short period of time in a late age in life, than I think anything else could have given me. And um, so anyway, the conversation went on and we talked about a lot of things and maybe what other kinds of lessons or insights could be gained from that experience if there looked like there um, you know, if there if it looked like there was another love on the horizon or not, I think was part of the conversation. but she was very content if there never was. She felt like that somehow was this beautifully, you know, faded, like destined event. Anyway, it always stuck with me, that story uh, for Venus-Saturn. And uh, just how, you know, Venus-Saturn has this bittersweet, almost like Shakespearean quality to it at times. Um, And, you know, I think we sometimes imagine that there's only one way that something can be beautiful. And Saturn Venus reminds us that some of the most precious things are precious because they're short lived or they come late in life, or um, there's like an autumnal quality to Venus Saturn that, you know, it, it asks that we relish things. Um, I'm reminded Venus Saturn reminds me a lot of the, kind of reflective mood that I personally feel in autumn, you know, when the first frost comes and winter's not yet here. The summer is over. There's kind of a sense of loss and beauty simultaneously. And it's, it's not, I wouldn't say it's quite, you know, super, it's not like super melancholic, but it almost like it, almost you could also compare it to like the kind of like um, going to the apple orchard. There's something beautiful about, apples, but they, they have like an underworld, like a Hades. They, they, you know, the, the fall, I go into the apple orchard in the fall, you know, it's, it's kind of like a little broody, but it's still sweet and that the darkness is coming, but there's a fruit that's, uh, ready to be eaten. So that, that, that's Venus Saturn in a nutshell. Number two, um, one of the stories that I'll never forget, and I can't tell the details because uh, they, they're going to remain private, but there was quite a sequence of really um, difficult events that happened. It was what would constitute like a rock bottom for this woman's husband. And as a result, it was due, the rock bottom was due to his drinking. And so he entered AA. At the same time, his wife decided, my client decided to enter Al-Anon. So this was a moment of like rock bottom, but actually what was really cool about it was that despite this rock bottom, the whole family started to turn a page and the kids and, you know, everything, everyone started to, um, almost like just enter into like a new, a new phase. There was a healing wisdom that came because of this rock bottom moment. Every, the whole family The kids and the um, mom actually did the Al-Anon and the husband went to AA. So sometimes Venus-Saturn will reflect these moments of rock bottom and love. But it's from that sort of, okay, now we're seeing things for what they are, that the potential for the next step of growth or maturation for the the relationship or for a, a constellation of relationships can start to happen. So this story, I wish I could tell you the details, but the rock bottom was really messy. And yet it was not, you know, sometimes I think we see Venus Saturn and go, oh, great. You know, my relationship is going to break apart. What really describes this moment for my client is healing, um, not devastation. I mean, there was a hard bottom that had to be hit, but... As a result, there was a big growth step. So maturation, hard, hard realizations, but growth. This is another uh, like hallmark, you know, characteristic, uh, or, or whatever of a hallmark of, um, the Venus Saturn square or oppositions or conjunctions, uh, number three, I'll never forget, uh, one of my clients who I've worked with for a long time, um, gave me permission to share this story. Um, So he had a mother who was like super Catholic, um, you know, very rigid opinions about a lot of things, uh, including homosexuality. This is a sin in her book, this young man's mom. It was a Venus-Saturn aspect that, Led this person who was already out of the closet in the rest of his life to finally share it with his mother, who basically, you know, was. um, One of the only people who yet did did not yet know, and his father was out of his life, so it was just him and his mom. So. um, The mother had always been disapproving of him anyway, prior to even knowing that he was gay. Like, as in, you're not you're not doing the right things in life. You're not pursuing the right path. You're not making enough of yourself. You're not performing at a high enough level. So he was just terrified to share with his mother. I wouldn't say terrified. I would say there was a lot of anxiety. Terrified might be too strong a word, but just like, I know this isn't going to go well, but I can't live with it anymore. So I need to share. What I love about this story was, Um, the sequence of events that happened after sharing this with his mother, predictably, his mother was not, not, not disowning him, but rejecting his life path, like not appreciating who he loves or what he's attracted to. And um, they didn't yell or scream, but it was like, okay, exactly as I thought my mom will say that I don't like this. Or are you sure this is you or, you know, whatever. So it was hurtful. But then what happened very shortly after this, like very shortly after, I remember it's like a month or something, while the transit is definitely still active, right? Uh, His mom ended up getting really sick and became temporarily like afraid for her life and her vitality. And because she got so sick and because they were, they had like, they weren't talking. They weren't like, oh, we're never talking again, but they basically hadn't talked since. So because she was sick and like getting in touch with her mortality in a way that she really never had. um, As a result of that, there was an, an opening I'll call it uh, for the two of them to mend some wounds. And Although the, mo- the way my client described it is like, my mom's still a work in, in process, or she's still a project, you know, she's still, yeah, she's a work in progress. That's what I'm looking for. Um, but because she got sick right after sort of rejecting my life choice and becoming very vulnerable, um, we moved into probably the most um, accepting space of one another that we ever had and overall my mom seemed to soften a lot as a person and he's even since then been able to bring a boyfriend home and you know his his mom's been like cool she he thinks you know she probably still doesn't love it but this whole sequence really softened her that is so reflective of venus saturn you know things break your heart open venus saturn is not about the hard cold heart all the time as much as it is Suddenly, a, a cold or hard heart is um, revealed. And because it's revealed, you know, a hardness or a rigidity can be broken open. So it, it's Venus, Saturn very much has this bittersweet quality to it. And I think it's the bittersweetness that we forget. We always think of the hardness of Saturn and the hardness and prohibitive nature of Saturn and Venus, which I went over in yesterday's talk quite a bit but the other thing that's true is that venus saturn is there's like a homeopathy it's like it's like a like treats like kind of situation the hardness of venus saturn uh you could say treats a hard heart and somehow starts to open it so you'll see a lot of heart opening around venus saturn although it is the opening often of something hard So I thought it would be interesting to show these, you know, this diverse range of stories that I've seen. Number four, this one, (laughs) this one is great. So there's an art handler. And um, I don't know if the the appropriate phrase is art handler, right? I don't, sorry if I'm getting this wrong. Um, But basically someone who works with uh, and is responsible for um, the shipping and and handling of expensive pieces of art. It's funny how like actually in my career, I think it's the, I think it's Saturn and Libra in my chart that I've actually had like probably a dozen clients who have in my life who have worked in like high end, super expensive art uh, sales or like all like museum, um, curating, like, so I'm, it's like, such a weird, like niche job that I've actually seen like a bunch in my career. But anyway, this, this client accidentally damaged a, while it was in their care, an art piece that they were responsible for, I'll put it that way. That was very expensive, was damaged. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not laughing because of like, what a terrible situation. But basically it, it led to them getting out of the art world. Uh, because of how severe and how abusive people were toward them because of an honest accident. Like there was no negligence. It was just an honest accident in the way that this group of people who were handling it that they were in charge of, like in a normal, I don't know how this all works, but it's like a normal chain of operations for handling something like this. And, you know, uh, and they got in, in some kind of, you know, Big trouble and they were, um, because of how badly they were treated by a variety of different people, it was the out that they needed, like a sign from the universe that they were done with this particular like industry, I guess you'd call it. And as a result, they reoriented and another, a job appeared in, I'll just call it a related field. And um, so they were still using like their aesthetic, artistic, they were still sort of in that world, but um, a different opportunity opened that was kind of like a dream job for them. And it opened as a result of them saying, no, I'm not gonna be treated that way. And I thought this was so interesting for a Venus-Saturn transit in their chart. Um, It matched perfectly. The thing is, is that Venus-Saturn can reveal things that are very superficial. It can help us to uh, understand or more carefully define or refine our, our taste. It can make us realize, well, this is who I am. This is my, this is what I love. This is how I want to dress. Even if other people disapprove, Um, you know, or it can be also saying like, I don't want to work for people who all claim to be so invested in beauty, but treat people miserably. Uh, So a really interesting story very venus saturn um revealing a kind of artistic snobbish pretension that this person didn't want to work with and so they continued working broadly speaking in a venusian career but this was the experience that got them out really vivid venus saturn um (laughs) this is my favorite one Well, the backstory behind this is that I've been working with a couple that I would describe as like sort of all American. Um, And by that, I mean like not, you know, sort of like a moderate to liberal American family Um, and uh, with kids and so forth. And um, they were struggling in their marriage and I had worked with them individually and as a couple before and... So I ended up hearing this through the wife. Uh, oftentimes I work more with women, but sometimes, you know, in this case, the husband is actually open to astrology, which is pretty cool. But so <laughs> this couple was hitting a—I call it like a point of stagnation in their relationship. So by that, I mean that they felt bored. Um, and they also were both very, like, they both had jobs that they were very proud of. They're both very, like, I would describe them not like super hyper type A people, but like, kind of. <laughs> so, and I, if they're listening, I love you guys. Um, and the funniest part about this was that, you know, I would, I would say if I were just like looking at them, like saying, what is your they were saying like, you know, we're going through some challenges. What, you know, and the way that I would describe it would be like, they're both good at being in control of things. They're not as good maybe at taking turns being in control of things. And that that's, that's an interesting problem because they care about each other, but they're sort of stuck and they're sort of bored and they both tend to like to be in control. (laughs) It occurred to them as Venus is squaring, or Saturn is squaring Venus in their birth chart, um, it occurred in it. Uh, honestly, like, um, I, this one uh, was actually, this was actually an opposition. So it's a, that's a little important because um, opposition might be a little bit more fitting for this one. But either way, it's a Venus Saturn combination. So this is a, Venus, a Saturn opposite Venus story. But so this couple decided. Uh, they had like a room in their basement that wasn't being used. And, um, so their kids were, uh, older and now like off to school or whatever. And, um, so they had a little bit more privacy and they felt like, a little bit better about doing this. But anyway, they created basically like a sex dungeon in a, <laughs> in, a room in their basement. <laughs> and they describe, like she described it that way, like jokingly. Uh, But anyway, it was basically like a a room where they suddenly got the idea to be practicing like, like bondage. (laughs) And the reason I thought it was so wonderful and this, any, anyway, the point is that it was very helpful for them and very like healing and they're sort of revitalized their sexual connection. And I think a lot of people, when you, when, when people, when students think Venus, Saturn, They think, oh, okay. well, there's prohibition in love, you know, or there's like inhibition in love or there's suppression in love or repression in love. And you don't think to yourself of like major breakthroughs and rekindling the spark in a Venus Saturn square. But for two people who both struggled with control, taking turns being dominant or submissive in their sex life and getting creative with this kind of Venus Saturn like room in their basement was something that ended up being really healing for them. <laughs> and I think the thing that was most shocking for me was that this never, it never would have occurred to me because I sort of saw them as pretty like straight, if that makes sense. Like not the type to veer. like, again, sort of type A-ish wonderful people, but like not, it, it sort of blew me away. And I remember, you know, just like, I don't know, trying to like hide my mischievous <laughs> laughter or whatever. But she was laughing too to be fair. So, uh it was a fun it was definitely a fun moment. Anyway, so control, Venus, Saturn can be about submission and domination as playful, healthy themes within a relationship and not just sexually. Um So that one really tickled. I left it for last since <laughs> I think it's the funniest story. Um I'll never forget. I don't remember where this was. I think it was in a grabbed episode at one point. Someone had maybe it was a Venus Saturn or Uranus Saturn or Pluto Venus or something like that. And they talked about like finding out that their mother-in-law, who was like single, had like a like a sex toy room, like out in, <laughs> in like a shed or something in the backyard. Oh man, so funny. But uh Remember that Saturn also represents anything that is strange, unusual, other ostracized, banished, um, you know, anything that's like the black sheep or that's misunderstood or outcast. So Venus Saturn can also represent things that are sort of unusual um, around sex or love or beauty, uh, or just that don't fit like the status quo or that break the status quo. For example, a young man revealing that look i'm not heterosexual heteronormative like it, the, the venus saturn dynamic can can be about the boundary saturn was the ruler of oppositions so the oppositional tension between what's considered insider what considered outsider what's considered quote unquote normal versus that which might be marginalized um you know uh with Venus-Saturn, that can represent a sexuality that doesn't fit the uh, whatever the norms are and things that might be marginalized or even treated unfairly that are considered to be outside of that. So when it comes to sexuality in general, that can, that can that's why you can see what almost looks like a Uranian signature with Saturn sometimes. Venus squared to Saturn opposed to Saturn conjoined Saturn can sometimes be about sex beauty love that is somehow socially different or unacceptable for example venus saturn will show up sometimes when a young person decides to date and fall in love with someone 20 years older than them and there's obviously times when that might be like definitely suspect right or like not appropriate or something but sometimes it's just that's just tab it's just taboo and you know there's nothing wrong with being with someone who's older So that, you know, just to uh, go a little bit more deeply into this one, I hope you guys have found these to be interesting. Uh, I love, I absolutely love uh, telling stories like this, as you guys know. So don't forget to like, and subscribe, share your comments, click on the notification bell for updates. You can always find transcripts of my talk on the website, nightlightastrology.com. That's what I've got for today from my hotel room, signing off.